I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room, having survived a Richard Whoops morning. As any honest Louie Louie generation guy will admit, one of the good things about having some years in your rearview mirror is that eventually you'll learn when to say yes, when to say no, when to say whoopee, and when to say whoops. Now, my lady wonder wench saw a very loud whoopee coming this morning, and that's why she said, Richard. Now, when she says, Richard, it always gets my attention. My lady wonder wench is the only person in the world, beside the IRS, the FAA, and the Department of Motor Vehicles, that calls me Richard. Everybody else calls me Dick, because that's what I like. And the only time that my lady wonder wench calls me Richard is when my testosterone has betrayed me and I do something that can best be described as adolescent, immature, and or smarmy. And I think I hit the jackpot this morning. Here's what happened. I'm having some dental work done that involves a dentist and three nurses. It's a semi-big deal. So, you know, it's not just like the everyday kind of dental work where the guy says things like, you know, open wide, this won't hurt. Can you feel it when I whack you with my dental hammer? And please don't bite down, that's my thumb. This is, this is more complicated than that. So, my lady wonder wench decided that it would be a good idea for her to drive me home because... There would probably be so much Novocaine in my mouth that I wouldn't be able to see over my swollen upper lip to drive myself home. So that's why she was sitting in the office with me when this 13-year-old pimple person nurse came in to take my blood pressure and to ask questions that evidently are routine in a procedure like this. Questions that are a little uncomfortable. I mean, not just questions like, are you allergic to penicillin, but also questions like, what is the name of anyone you would like to have us call in an emergency? And when she said that, give me the name of somebody you would like to have us call in an emergency, that's when, you know, one of those voices that you probably also have in your head that insists on telling you jokes at a funeral. You know that that little voice? My little voice said, in an emergency, call Sophia Loren. And Nurse Pimple didn't even blink. She just wrote it down. She just wrote it down because she had no idea that Sophia Loren lurks and smiles and turns up the sweat glands in the dreams and fantasies of almost every Louis Louis generation guy. And then she said the most amazing thing anybody has ever said to me in a dentist's office. As a matter of fact, she said the most amazing thing that maybe anybody ever said to me, period. You will not believe this. Well, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, maybe you will. Anyway, with a completely straight face, Nurse Pimple said, quote, 
I'll tell the girls you're ready now. <laughs> I'll tell the girls you're ready now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Instantly, this soundtrack started in my mind, and on cue, this long line of Victoria's Secret models, led by Fifi, Desiree, and a mostly naked Catherine Zeta-Jones lookalike, who were lying in wait all this time, anxiously anticipating the word that I was ready for them. They all whirled into the room and began to have their way with me. Well, in my head, of course. And that's when the voice in my head started hollering, Yes! And began clapping his hands over his head like a Spanish tango dancer. Or maybe that was me clapping my hands over my head. I don't know, things were getting kind of confused. And all of a sudden, a very familiar voice rang out with a very specific message. It said, Richard. Whoops. Now, as Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation, has explained in the past, testosterone is a preservative. And a preservative is a chemical that keeps things from growing. And growing is one way to describe the process of maturing, right? And evidently, I seem to have an excess of that stuff. And all this happened very quickly. No sooner had the sound of... Richard... ...made my eyes flick open... But what to my wondering eyes should appear but the girls, Nurse Pimple People had promised. They were not exactly the same ones who had starred in that silken, sweaty, sleazy scene that had evidently put a smile on my face that Lady Wonder Wench later probably accurately described as smarmy. <laughs> there, were, <clears throat> there were three of them, right? Masked wearing surgical gowns that were not slid up the side. In fact, there was not a stitch of black lace showing. Two of them were pimple people. As a matter of fact, one still had acne, and one had a distinctly noticeable droopy ear. And a non-pimple person really would have looked better wearing orthopedic boots and corrective hot pants, I think. And then the dentist walked in, and he said, This won't hurt. I wanted to tell him it already did. But I couldn't make my upper lip move. Dicks to tails. A bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear. So you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear. And you can nod off comfortably to sleep. The CEO of a company large enough to make the nightly news just got fired. The board of directors of that company said that he had displayed a lack of intellectual leadership. That got my attention. Another thing that got my attention was that he got a $26 million severance package. He worked there for six months. A $26 million severance package because they kicked him out because he displayed a lack of intellectual leadership. And I said to myself, self... Who are the real dummies in this particular case? <laughs> the smart guys in the white lab coats tell us you can lose up to half of your blood and still survive. How the heck did they figure that out? And most of Bill Gates' new 50,000 square foot house 
is underground. I bet it wasn't until he decided to keep all his money in cash and stashed it in the attic. <laughs> Dicks details. They take your mind off your mind. A couple of very interesting emails this week. The email address is dick at dicksummer.com. Proud podcast participant Sergeant P said, quote, Your blog last week reminded me of Bob and Ray. Why? Because many of their bits were sponsored by the Quagmire Corporation, Makers of Mud. That was the title of last week's podcast, Mud. If you don't remember Bob and Ray, by the way, do yourself a favor. Google them. They were very funny guys. Proud podcast participant Scott commented on last week's podcast, too. He said, when contrasting Diane Sawyer versus Chris Wallace, what came to my mind was how the difference in their styles mirrors that of broadcasters like yourself versus the David Stabler character that Jack Nicholson plays in The King of Marvin Gardens. It's always fascinating to me watching for the sparks that all of a sudden snap the sizzle into our lives. There's a story about that in the Night Connections 2 personal audio CD. It's called The Piano Man. You did fine tonight. You're a little bit nervous at first. But as soon as you started to play, you were as good as you were a year ago when you met her. She was in her 40s, fashion designer from New York. She was very much out of place in the dive that you were playing. You went over to talk to her between sets. She said she liked jazz, and her foot played its way up your leg under the table. She leaned over and looked you right in both eyes and gave you a very slow smile, the kind that showed just the tips of her teeth. She was beautiful, expensive, and very ready. You were 25, broke, a little bit cautious. The last year had taught you some of the hard facts about money and broken hearts and divorce. She got up smoothly, said something about the ladies' room, slipped out of her high heels, handed them to you, and nyloned her way into the dark by the bar. You smiled and put her shoes on the piano right next to the tip glass when you started the next set. And every woman who came up to make a request noticed them and smiled. A couple of the guys folded twenties into the toes and gave you a go-for-it look. Halfway into the set, she came back to the table, sat down, saw her shoes, smiled, and crossed her legs. She wasn't wearing nylons anymore. She took you to her place after the gig. You made love for two days without stopping. Then she took you to Paris and Rio and Japan. And all the next year was full of silk and sex and champagne. She took care of the bills and saw to it that your wallet was never empty. She even paid your health insurance. All she wanted in return was to be a part of a couple with you. She also wanted sex strictly on her schedule and every minute of your attention. And when you told her you were beginning to miss playing piano last week, she said that just wasn't part of the plan. You left a door pass for her. She didn't show up. You really didn't expect her to. So you just dedicated your first tune to her in your hit tonight. Lovely old masterpiece. It's called I'll Never Forget You.
he knew she wasn't going to show up. The spark, the sizzle, had burned the tenderness between them to a crisp, and they both knew it was time to just brush the ashes away. That happens sometimes. And that's why some people get scared when sparks start flying. He'll do just fine. But you know, I often wonder what will happen to her. I just wonder. The story is called The Piano Man. It's from the Night Connections 2 personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, you can just download it from the Night Connections 2 icon on the homepage at DickSummer.com. Little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, if you like them, would you please tell a couple of friends, because they might like them too, and of course you would be doing me a favor. So, thank you very much. You know, one of the good things about being a Louie Louie ladder lady is that we've been around long enough to know that there is a time to say yes, time to say no, it's a time to say whoopee, and, and a time to say whoops. My lady wonder wench knows that very well, and that's why when my excess testosterone starts some excessive whoopee going on, like this morning, sometimes, I know, she's got to bring me back to reality with... Richard! But let me tell you, she also knows how to start some very lovely whoopees going on in my head, and other parts. Like when she says, Hello, Dick. Okay, time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.